0: This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it. You're a coach, author, speaker, and you're looking for the best return on your time and investment. We're giving you full access to how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your pod. We're brother and sister. Join our family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure. Let's get amplified.
1: Hey, Amplify You! It's Michelle Abraham here, your host. And today I am so excited. I finally got this dude on our show. <laughs> just kidding. Ryan is a great friend of mine. He's just one of the coolest guys ever. And I'm just so happy to share him with you today. So today I've got behind-the-mic interview with Ryan Yukomi from Soul Wealth Podcast, with one of the most memorable intros on the on the podcast of any of the podcasts we've ever worked with. You have to go check it out. Make sure you check out Ryan's show, Soul Wealth Podcast offer. He wraps his intro. It's so cool. <laughs> so welcome, Ryan. Thanks for coming on today.
0: Hey, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I actually uh, have that intro uh, where people will message me and their kids will dance to it in their living room. It's quite funny. <laughs> I
1: love it. I love it. And I remember how much you struggled to get an intro out of you and then to have going from struggle to like this amazing rap song that you're not a rapper like that just just came out so well. It
0: came came out I actually, I was having a lot of problems with the intro because I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. I was really struggling and then I just kind of sat, I actually sat in a meditation and it just came to me instantly and I started writing in my journal right away the exact line, the, the words, the verses I'm like, this is so good. And I'm like, but I can't rap. I can't sing. So I actually reached out to one of my friends, Monica, and she's a rapper. And I'm like, Hey, can you rap this intro for me? Like I already had the lyrics written and she's like, yeah, I can, but she goes, you need to do it in your own voice because it's your podcast. I'm like, Damn it. <laughs> so, anyways, I did it and it turned out pretty good.
1: It turned out awesome. And she was right because I think it wouldn't have been like the same sort of thing if it was someone else doing it. Right. Yeah. So cool. So, now your podcast has been out for almost like two years. We're going on two years now, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little over two years. Yeah
1: amazing and your numbers are huge like your download numbers are really great like uh, over like I think we're getting close to 170,000 downloads yeah yeah, amazing yeah so it's going really well so tell us what are some of the things that you think has been contributed to the success of your show so far
0: yeah well first of all you oh (laughs) thank you 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 and everything and your whole team I mean honestly all you guys do there's no absolutely no way I would be at where I am at with the podcast if it wasn't for you because I'm just not good with I'm not good with techie stuff, and um, I wouldn't have known how to get it out to that many people, and so like everything that you've helped me with, honestly, I'm so grateful. Down to like the 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 flow of it, like the tags, the the reaching new audiences, like everything. So you for sure, there's no way I'd be at 170,000 plus downloads if it wasn't for you. So thank you.
1: Oh, well, thank um, you.
0: <laughs> and then uh, yeah, on my end, like well, when I created the podcast, to be honest, I didn't know what it was going to be. I just knew I wanted to create a podcast because I like, I just wanted to talk about things I was really passionate about Mm -hmm. and not have any kind of a filter or cap on it. I just wanted to riff. And and honestly, I pulled inspiration from Joe Rogan's podcast Mm -hmm. and I loved, I I don't do like two to three hour episodes, maybe eventually. Um, But I do love how he just riffs authentically and just, there's no filter. And I wanted, I wanted something like that because I like the sense of freedom you get from that. And so when I did it, I, I said to myself, I'm just, you know, I'm just, we're just gonna cut off the, the beginning and the end and just leave the middle completely unfiltered, no editing. And that's honestly, I think one of the biggest, I don't know if you're to call it a strategy, but, but the, one of the biggest benefits of the podcast is people feel it's really authentic and real. Mm-hmm. And so my audience loves that. They connect with that realness and it seems to have worked thus far.
1: Absolutely. I think that's great. I mean, your show, I refer to your show all the time when we're helping people get started and get going because, like, this is a very successful show. There's definitely some key things in here, and the authenticity is like huge. Obviously, your rap is number two, but <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can pull off a rap. So, one of the other things I think that you've done really well was um, strategically line up with some other people as guests as well. So, did you, um, had you thought about that going into it, or was that something that's just organically happened?
0: Actually, I had a lot of people that were interested in being on the podcast, as I still do. I get a lot of people that reach out. Actually, I don't think I've ever told you this. Like every single week, multiple people will reach out to be on the podcast. And a lot of it is they've, they've hired someone to get them on podcasts. So, you know, it's their team or their person reaching out. Um, and then the only, there's only actually one reason that I wanted to interview people. And that's so I could learn myself. Hmm. So I look at like my mindset with my podcast is I'm a student. And then all I'm doing is just like, if I see someone that's like really fascinated with what they did with their life or their business or something, I'm like, how did they do that? And I actually wanna learn how they did that for myself. And then also like network and connect with them. So I end up like, when I do the podcast, it's an interview, I'm like, well, what, what can I learn from this experience? And then I'll ultimately just sort of like package it through the podcast, Soulwell podcast and then share it with others so they can also learn through that experience as well. So I'm very much a student coming into that process. Um, and then ultimately, it's pretty cool because the byproduct is they start sharing it with their audience. You know how it works. And then more and more people start to to listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And I, if you go down like at the bottom of iTunes, I show people a lot of times is that like Like you you know, listeners who subscribe to your show there's a little section there where it says um, they also subscribe to these shows and it's funny because you go and look there and every single one of those people have been a guest on your show so the power of having a guest on your show then sharing your show out um, obviously has worked very well for you because you can see now you have very similar audiences as all the people that have been a guest on your show or you've been on their show and of course Chris is the first one so you're
0: Uh, my wife's (laughs) always Yeah. yeah so
1: Chris Chris is Ryan's wife we're gonna have her hopefully on this show coming up soon too and uh, she has her own podcast and you guys then also go on to each other's podcast, which I think is really cool too, because obviously you guys just have some great chemistry when you can get together and just talk oh, about man. stuff, right? And I think <laughs> you've crazy. given everyone a really good look into your relationship and what like a really successful relationship should be like, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Awesome. Thank, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. We, we just riff. I mean, she has a Goddess Boss podcast, which I know that you help her with as well. And there's a lot of women that come to that because they want more of the feminine energy.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then they obviously come to my podcast too. But that's another thing is doing the podcast with my wife has been huge. It's actually the, the most um, people to be honest with you, the, the, the highest ranked episodes people like are me doing solo. And then it's me doing an episode with my wife and then, and then it's me doing interviews with people. Mm-hmm. So we've just kind of, I just listened to what people like. And it's, it's kind of unfiltered because there's a lot of times I sit down with Chris and we're sitting right here in this room and I said, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? And I said, well, why don't we, why don't we talk about business and money or spirituality and money? Or why don't we talk about masculine and feminine? Okay, cool. And then we hit record and then we just start to talk. So it's, it's really authentic and real, I think from that perspective.
1: I love that. And how cool is it to have like a co-host that's just in the other room and you just pull her in every once in a while. Let's talk about this today.
0: (laughs) The the truth is, like I said, like that's the most amazing thing. And then when, when, like I was saying, when we started this podcast, like I'm so grateful for you, for your guidance and mentorship and coaching, because I truly didn't know what it was going to be. Like even when I first started the podcast, the topics that I was interviewing people on have Mm -hmm. changed since then. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really find out what people wanted until I started looking at the numbers. Mm -hmm. And I just kept doing episodes and doing episodes. And I actually, uh, what kept me going is there was a client of mine that he launched his podcast and he went out and saw Lewis house at an event in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And he went up to him and he, uh, my client was uh, just starting his podcast and he's like, Hey Lewis, like what's your best tip for launching a podcast? And Lewis said, don't launch one. (laughs) And my client's like, what do you mean don't launch one? I just launched one. And he goes, I'm just testing you because he says most people won't make it through their first year consistently uploading episodes. And he says, you won't really see the return on investment on a podcast till it's a year or two years or three years. And I took, I always remembered that because I'm like, okay, I just got to keep batching, keep uploading episodes and just stay consistent like week after week after week. And it has worked.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally, I agree with what Lewis says. And it's interesting. He was testing him on that. And we do see, we do see that pod fade, but I think that's the key is to having that team behind you too, to keep you going and saying, okay, well, we need an episode for me. Okay. We need an episode for me. Because I think if it was, <laughs> I know for myself, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I, it's a good thing because I, I'm the same. Way I have my own team telling me that they need an episode from me because if it was up to me, I'd like ah, I'll do it next yeah, week. Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> right, you just slap on it, yeah. and then next week <laughs> becomes a month. Yeah. And then it just totally on and on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then you get that pod fade, right? Where, you, you know, sometimes we see people in the first like 12 episodes after that, they're like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. I've run out of things to do. I things to talk about. And that just means that like, you know, we just got to dig a little deeper and get peel the onion back a little bit more and find some more topics or go a little bit wider. I always feel like podcasting is like a kind of a wider net And then the people that really are attracted to what you're talking about are going to funnel into your into what you have to offer. So you guys were really successful, I think, with that at the very beginning too. Getting people into it was it a challenge that you got them into? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, we rolled them into uh, a five day challenge, Mm -hmm. and then we. So my my thing with podcasting is I love giving value on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but I also want to help people give them like an opportunity to go deeper. Uh, either in working with us or free offers or something. So, yeah, I think we ran them into like a five day challenge that took them to a landing page to opt in with their name and email. And then in the follow up email, they got access to a private Facebook group. And then we ran the five day challenge. And then from the five day challenge, uh, we made an offer to a program that people ended up signing up and getting started in. Um, so, it worked really well to take someone like we've had a lot of people join our school of Soul well from the podcast. Mm-hmm. And when I look at the intake form, this is crazy, Michelle. Um, every single person always says that they found me through my podcast. Mm
1: -hmm. So the the
0: top, the top lead gen source for me is Mm -hmm. my soul wealth podcast, hands down. But where they actually get started as clients is once I get them off the podcast onto my email list and then from the email list I'm building a relationship with them. And I mean, we've had a ton of people sign up into our school of soul wealth. That's a $10,000 program. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had people get started in our mastermind, which is an $18,000 program. And that mm-hmm. all that all started from them listening to an audio episode on a podcast.
1: Right. I think that's so cool because they really get to know you and like what kind of person you are, especially because you've got so many shows that it's like you solo shows. And I think that's one of the mistakes that people are doing interviews is that they do Too many interviews and not enough of them, too. So people, your audience is really craving you. Like you said, your number one episodes are of you, which is, um, that shows a lot, right? And I think that's how you're easily able to convert people over. So getting them onto your email list first, what's, what's your call to action from the podcast?
0: So I always seed. So if I know, let's say I want, I want to help them. Like we, I, like I have a free offer. It's called becoming a highly, it's the seven money blocks to overcome, to become a highly paid coach. Mm -hmm. And that's a 60 minute audio training. So if I know that I'm doing an episode on like spirituality and growing your business and how to do it in a spiritual way, where maybe not burnt out and it's more of a flow, then what I would do is I would probably seed that free audio three to four times throughout the episode, a -hmm. 30, 30, 30 minute, 40 minute episode. Um, And then I would be directing people like go to this website or click on the link in the show notes. Like I'm not afraid to tell people what they need to do. And just be direct like go get access go click this link go to this Mm -hmm. page, you know what I mean and then they'll actually go sign up but what I'm doing is people need to hear things like eight to 12 times before they take action on anything. So I need to like seed it like several times throughout the episode. And then they're like, okay, I should probably go do that. Um, And usually a strategy I do for Instagram is I'll tell them to go follow us on Instagram. And then I say, tag us in your biggest takeaway from this episode and let us know what that was. And then they'll tag us on an Insta story. And then I can share those Insta stories on my account So people are, they're getting the exposure that they had this takeaway, but it also gives social proof that like people are actually listening to this podcast.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's a really good strategy. I like that. And I know, um, uh, one of our mutual clients, Emily Clark, she was also doing that, something similar to that, where she was doing, um, you know, direct message me on Instagram. And then she was just sending them right to an application to coach with her, which is pretty fantastic. Like, I think you, I think one thing you hit on there totally right is people are not being direct, you know, in their calls to action. It's not like, you know, if you want to come and hang out here and like in the last two seconds of your outro, a lot of people are just going to flip that off and not going to listen to it. So For people who are not 100% sure what the hell seating means, (laughs) I know what you're talking about, but maybe just explain a little bit about what seating seating means and how you do that.
0: Yeah, so it's it's really organic. So uh, let's say that I was, again, talking about something about money mindset, and I could be sharing, like, you know, we were just talking about this before we started to air about how I was bumping up against a limiting belief around my money. And maybe I was sharing how you know, we had to pay for something that was unexpected and it cost us amount of money, and this is like how I overcame it. And this is something that I actually go a lot deeper into in this audio that I created that's totally for free called How to Become a Highly Paid Coach. And that's something that you can get access to by clicking in the show notes link down below, or you can go to this website. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll really, really help you so then what i did to change this money belief right like i just did it like you just yeah. you're just natural in. in conversation yeah. yeah yeah totally and it's just like hey i i'm coming from the perspective that i know this will help people Mm-hmm. And not, not to try and get them signed up necessarily. You know what I mean? Right. Just,
1: yeah. Yeah. I've also seen some people um, do it well, where they're like talking about like a, a result someone got. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, like I just said about Emily getting uh, direct, you know, if we're talking about something on Instagram, that would be a good, that would be a good thing to say. She got great results by having people direct message her on Instagram. And uh, especially if we're trying to do a training on how to get people from Instagram, right. That would be, that'd be a great way to see that. So by telling, um, you know, stories of how people have been successful, uh, doing those kinds of things. So yeah, that's awesome. Great, great champ. I love the seating and it comes off so naturally too. And it sounds like so organic when you're doing it too. Like it doesn't sound forced or doesn't sound, um, inauthentic at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that I, that we do is we've learned, um, we we've actually had a bit of challenge taking someone from a free podcast to like a ten thousand dollar program because mm-hmm. it's such a gap. It's a big right? Gap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> we we kind of put like a like a, almost like a jump off point in there, and so the sometimes that free offer we might not enroll them right to a ten thousand dollar program. Mm-hmm. It might be a four hundred ninety seven dollar one time call or something like mm-hmm. that, or a $97 offer, or we've ran 30 day programs in the past that are $555. And that sort of is like an enticing price point for people can be like, okay, I can justify that. And then what we actually do is um, once that person is, is getting good results in the coaching program, then we just, typically what we do is we take their smaller investment, like 497 or a thousand bucks or whatever, and we use that as being able to take it off their first month's payment on the bigger programs.
1: Hmm, so, they're, so they're
0: not losing any money. They're just reinvesting into a bigger program. Um, and that kind of like stepping stone is really mm-hmm. helpful for us from the free podcast to an actual paid client.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that's um, something people struggle with, like where you where you get people um, from a free like so and so this conversation i've had with a few people like i don't want to give away too much information on my podcast i'm like no you do
0: <laughs> you do want to give away lots of information yeah. on your
1: podcast <laughs> they still work with you even though you think you've given away everything you have <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah. it's so tricky to go from the free podcast to um to that you guys have found a way of doing that really seamlessly which is awesome
0: yeah 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 we figured it it took a little while but we figured it out and then i think the other thing too is um just making sure that the podcast is reaching new people that's why interviewing other people i found is very effective Mm -hmm. um otherwise just kind of talking to the same people over and over and over but when we i don't as much now i probably should but i don't as much now i'm not as vocal with it um like through my own accounts Mm -hmm. but when we first started it is like it's like you're super vocal everywhere you go to get people on board so you can get it you know up enough traction so people mm-hmm. are seen listening to podcasts
1: yeah yeah And that brings up another um strategy that we've been talking about about lately too is like re bringing up some of those old episodes like you know in itunes where you can like find out what your most popular episodes are bringing those episodes back up to the social media and shouting them out again and talking about them and somehow finding a way to bring them into a conversation that's relevant again I think that's a really cool uh way of doing it as well
0: yeah yeah we that works well too and then um like sometimes we hit a wall we're like what are we going to talk about like I you know we I messaged you I actually messaged you and I said like I don't know like I'm I'm not lit up with what like what do I need to talk about if I'm totally honest and that was about that was just like a couple, three months ago.
1: Yeah. And so how did you get past that? Like what made you re? So we call it something called pod fade where yeah. it's like, you get so excited about it and it's like, ew, not yeah, yeah. so excited about it anymore. Yeah.
0: Vodka. <laughs> no, I'm
1: now there's a vodka shot before every show. <laughs>
0: um, you know, I just had to come back to the, the, what lights what do I want to talk about that lights me up mm-hmm. you know because when you've done episodes for a couple of years it can get a bit robotic and stale and you're like mm-hmm. what do I want to talk about and, and if I'm totally honest what I realized is that I was feeling a little stagnant in my own personal life mm-hmm. so I'm like oh well of course if I have nothing super exciting happening in my own life then I'm running out of content to share with people because my own life isn't exciting so I kind of mm-hmm. just came back to like well what, what would I like to do in my life and I came back to Um, the roots on why I started the podcast and that's honestly Mm -hmm. like I love to go deep into conversation with people so whether Mm -hmm. it's money or spirituality business stuff like that um, of course I'd see it in the conspiracy theories which I think (laughs) has gotten me into trouble I need to talk to you about that (laughs) (laughs) I think I got kicked off Facebook anyways um, and then I realized like I actually want to go deep and I wasn't my challenge was I actually wasn't committing to making the time to do that. It was sort of like Mm -hmm. fitting in episodes where I could. And so I didn't feel like I was actually being able to go deep because I wasn't committed to make, carving out the time, the proper time Mm -hmm. for it. So I was making a priority.
1: Yeah. And I think too, like with your topic, do you find that like you have to be doing more of your own personal development too, in discovering new things personally and in your relationships? And like, and I think maybe like you just ran a huge race. And so that after that race, it's like, what's the next goal? Like you said, in like your personal life, you find that kind of plays into it as well.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. So if I can talk about things that I'm growing through, this is teaching moments. It relates to, they really connect with it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I just when I hit that point and, and when I messaged you, I was like, what do I want to talk about? I just didn't didn't know on a deeper level what I wanted to talk about. And I think I asked my wife Chris, I'm like, Do you ever feel this way? And she's like, I feel this way all the time. You know, Chris it's like super feminine. <laughs> and, but then but then it honestly, like, just this is why it was it's so powerful for myself and my wife Chris to have you as our coach or podcasting mm-hmm. coach. Just by, you, just by you being there for us and me being able to message that for you mm-hmm. helped me get unstuck from that mm. instead of holding on to it and be like, how do I figure this out? And then you're like, hey, I'm, I'm more than happy to jump on a call. i help you out. I'm like, I think we got it. I think, I think we figured this
1: out. Yeah. I was like, well, I didn't do anything yet?" No. <laughs> so
0: yeah, thank you. But,
1: but that's a really good—that's a really good call, just for having coaches in general too, right? Like, I'm sure a lot of your clients feel that way too. Like, just knowing that you're there and you're on their side, and you're there to support them when they have um, when they're having an issue or yeah. getting stuck on something, that you can just message, "Hey, Ryan, I'm stuck." <laughs> yeah, like they don't—they
0: don't always even need a response from me yeah you know and you know what's the crazy thing about podcasting is I've had so many people tell me this i've listened to your podcast for a year i li- I've listened to your podcast for two years, and they're just getting started as a client now like they've li- mm-hmm. i have people i don't know if this is common with your clients, but I literally have people binge watch, binge listen episodes. And they're like, I listened to your podcast for an eight hour drive straight. I was heading to my parents' house. And and other people are like, I've never heard you before. And I just binge watched like 30, binge listened 30 episodes.
1: That's amazing. And so crazy that is crazy and that is also a really good testament to like don't stop podcasting because those people that two years they've been listening for two years and now are jumping in as clients it takes them a while right it's not Mm -hmm. it's especially in the personal development space i think too like i just had this conversation with another um mutual friend of ours karen Kenny. like yeah yeah you know talking about spirituality and talking about personal development it's not like a quick decision people make. (laughs) It takes time to be ready for that kind of commitment. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. they need to hear things like over and over. Like we had one woman, and I'm not saying anyone should do this, but her story to me is really powerful. She, uh, at the time, was a single mom, two kids. She listened to my podcast and Chris's podcast for almost a year, and she knew she wanted to do one of our coaching programs. So she messaged me and she's like, I've been listening to your podcast for a year, I wanna do this so bad don't have the money. I'm going to figure this out. She literally went to the bank and didn't think she'd get approved for a loan for the program. So she asked her mom to co-sign for her. So her mom and her went to the bank and she ended up getting approved on her own. She didn't need the co-signer. So she messaged me. She's like, I got approved. You're not going to believe this. she was, it was so empowering to her and she got started in the program.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: like literally now it's like, she, what's, In the last uh, seven months of us working together, she's like stepped it up in her health. She's given up smoking. She's found a partner that she's like totally madly in love with. It's like her whole life has transformed, yeah. it, and that all started because she
1: listened to the podcast for a year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool. That's very cool. And then she took action. Like that's huge action, right? Yeah. Wow, that's so amazing. I love it. So uh, I know I don't. I want to keep talking, but yeah, I, know. I, know, I know we got. Yeah, I gotta let you go. You got clients to see and people to see, and uh, I just am so honored that you spent this time with us today, Ryan. So thank you for coming on with us today and. Where can we work with you? Find out more information. Uh, Obviously go listen to Soul Wealth Podcast. Binge listen to that sucker. It's so good. I do all the time. (laughs) Uh, But make sure uh, you connect with Ryan. And where else you want to connect with you?
0: Uh, My website, RyanYukomi.com is the best place to do that. Uh, And then um, in there, you'll see, I think it's under programs or work with me. You'll see that that free... um, audio that I I created, which is the seven money blocks to overcome to become a highly paid coach. You can get that and download it and actually have a PDF version that's written and then the audio version as well that you can listen to if you're like a person that's on the go. Um, And then also just like Instagram, I hang out mostly on Instagram. Uh, You can connect with me there. And then yeah, the Soul Wealth Podcast is a great place to start listening.
1: Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much, Ryan, for being with us today. And I look forward to uh, seeing you, talking to you again soon.
0: Thanks, Michelle. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to share your message with the world, head over to mypodcastcoach.com to download your free podcast launch plan. And head over to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. Until next time, be your own unique genius.